good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Warning. This episode contains scenes that may be disturbing to some of our listeners. Beto Corral wasn't going to give up. He had tried time and time again. From exile, he obtained a court file of his father's murder case, which the prosecutor's office refused to hand over. It took him over 27 years, and what he found shocked him. Upon reviewing the file, he realized that Luz Maria Arboleda Maso had confessed to firing a fourth shot which none of the witnesses heard. Beto is sure that it was her, in collusion with criminals who arrived in the car, who killed his father. In the same file, the prosecutor's office presented the conclusions of its investigations. There, the prosecutor states, and I quote, After reviewing and analyzing the proceedings carried out, we can observe the contradictions in this statement made by Luz Maria Arboleda Maso about the mysterious fourth shot. Nevertheless, the prosecutor's office did not follow this lead. Despite the obvious contradictions in Luz Maria Arboleda's statement, they left the file like that and suspended judicial activities to find the culprits just eight months after the murder, in January 1995. Beto believes that Luzmari did not act alone, and he wanted to prove it, to know everything. In his investigations, he discovered that she was still alive after the authorities themselves had told the Coral family that she was dead. To refute what he had been told earlier, he only had to look at social media. I searched for her on Facebook and I found her. Luz Maria Arboleda Massa with pictures and everything. In his first access to the profile, 
Beto saved some photos from it. Tenía una de foto de perfil una bandera de Colombia. She had a profile picture, a Colombian flag with red paint resembling blood, and an image that said Colombia mourns its heroes. Colombia mourns its dead. As neither he nor his mother knew her, Beto had to make sure it was really her. Y por eso decidí um, volver al expediente sacar sus datos. And that's when I decided to go back to the file, get her information, ID number, license plate number, and the ID showed as active. Upon seeing this, Beto asked a police friend about Luz Mari. This friend told him that Luz Mari Arboleda was not only alive, but also retired from the police force. When I met Beto in one of our interviews from his exile, I asked him more about this. Y tú, una vez que ya, o sea, das con, con su información en internet. Okay, and once you find her information on the internet, did you try to contact her? Or what did you do next? Sí, cometí ese error. Le escribí. Yes, I made that mistake. I sent a message to her. And I said, hi, Luz Marie. My name is Humberto Coral. I am the son of the police major, Humberto Coral. I want to talk to you. And I never got a response. Then I found her on Instagram. She ended up blocking me on all social media. She then disappeared again, just like when she appeared briefly at Captain Coral's funeral. But Beto didn't stop there. He needed to know more. He searched for clues among the photos he managed to save before Luz Mari blocked him. Sabía que estaba en Estados Unidos porque algunas fotos de su perfil de Facebook eran en... I knew she was in the United States because some of her Facebook profile photos were in Florida. She posted a location in Georgia and asked for tamales or food, I don't remember which one, or for some beauty salon whose address was in Georgia. I looked up the address and decided I would go to Georgia to look for her. At that time, Beto was living in Miami. Luz Mari was close. Beto wanted to find her at all costs. He had to, but the clues he had were not enough. I looked at the profile that Beto Coral shared with me. In it, there are several photos that she has shared, many in the United States. She looks happy. I could describe it as a totally normal profile of someone her age. There are photos with her daughter, with friends, sitting at a bar having a drink, dyeing her hair, and smiling at a hockey game one more Colombian immigrant in the United States. I tried to get in touch with her. I introduced myself and told her about this project and explained that as the main witness to the murder of Captain Humberto Coral, I would like to be able to hear her version. However, like she did with Beto a few years ago, she blocked me on Facebook. In one of the photos that Beto still has, Luz Mari is seen sitting in a high chair, wearing a black skirt and a red blouse, outside a place that appears to be a pool hall. On the entrance door, you can read the place's name, La Vaca Billiards. Below the name is the address, followed by the name of the town, Tucker, Georgia. It is a small town outside of Atlanta, just about 500 kilometers from Miami. 
Immediately, I took to Google to search for the place, but it was listed as permanently closed. From the photos of the place on Facebook, it can be inferred that it operated until mid-2021. It seemed like a party center for the Hispanic community because the posts were in Spanish. The photos show a stage where Latin music artists perform. Today, after ceasing operations, La Vaca Billiards has a new name, La Chona Billiards. It is another venue in the typical setting of an American suburb, a strip mall with several businesses together facing a large parking lot with some trees in the background. After analyzing that photo in detail and trying to reach Luzmeri through it, Beto realized he only had one address where she had been one day. The photo revealed little. I was not certain where she was. She also had photos in Colombia, but the photos in Colombia were old and the most recent ones were in the United States. So it seemed like she was currently living in the United States. Although Beto and Luzmari both live in the United States, it is a huge country. He could not return to Colombia, but in the United States, he had all the freedom to contact her and look for her. However, that Georgia address was the only clue that this improvised detective had. Locating Luzmari was like finding a needle in a haystack. Beto decided to follow other leads that would reveal much darker issues about the recent past in Colombia. He wandered day by day, night after night. Where is Luzmari Arboleda? Why did she block him when he tried to contact her? How could he find her? Why did she do it? Did she act alone? And if not, who ordered the killing of his father? This is Transportista. Who murdered Captain Coral? Episode 6. The Black Box. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. 
Save 30% on super comfortable, machine washable, and great looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Beto knew that Luz Maria Arboleda was alive and he believed that she resided in the United States, but he had no more information. What he had was a hunch that kept him awake at night. Beto was sure that Luz Maria had not acted alone. Dentro de los rumores se comenta que la gente Luz María Arboleda Mazo le picó arrastre. It's rumor that agent Luz María Arboleda Mazo sold my dad out. The prosecutor said that himself. I don't know what selling out means in Mexico or the United States, but in Colombia it means to betray, hand over, or sell someone out. But the prosecutor frames it as a rumor, not as a testimony. The prosecutor Beto refers to was the judicial investigator in charge of the case. Eduardo Santa Cruz. This was concluded in the report. So it's one thing for me to talk about that rumor, but for an investigator to say that means Agent Luz Maria sold out my dad. I mean, she handed him over. The case file is not a short document. It's 140 pages. Typed, much of it is difficult to read in the typical dry and convoluted language that makes them so particular. After reviewing it, I was also surprised. In the report, it reads, and I quote, Within the rumors, it is said that Agent Luz Maria Arboleda sold out Officer Coral Caballero, but she herself says that her superiors cleared her of all blame. ¿En qué circunstancias hay que preguntar eso a la Fiscalía? How can you ask that of the prosecutor's office? under what circumstances, and the report concludes by saying, in this way, I hereby submit this report for the purposes that his office deems appropriate, just as Pontius Pilate did when he washed his hands. He cleared a man who had never stolen, killed, or done anything wrong, and warned that you had to choose between a man who had indeed committed murder, but that the decision was yours. That's what Prosecutor Eduardo Santa Cruz and therefore Prosecution Office Number 123 did. On January 12, 1995, 
they stupidly, ridiculously and absurdly decided to close my dad's case. If Luzmari had betrayed Captain Coral, then it was clear that she didn't act alone. She acted on someone else's orders. It was a criminal network. Beto had to investigate who they were. Beto Coral looked at what the prosecution didn't investigate. They archived the case eight months after the incident, when they could still do something to prevent the murder from going unpunished. After the case was closed, 20 years went by and the crime passed the statute of limitations. And so, Beto's hopes of finding justice for his father's case came to an end. When I traveled to Colombia to do the interviews for this project, I went to Medellin, where Captain Coral was murdered so many years ago. There, in a beautiful courtyard of one of the dozens universities in the city, I talked to Catalina Sánchez Escobar. Soy docente universitaria de la Facultad de Derecho de la Universidad Pontificia Bolivariana en Medellín. I am a university professor at the Pontifical Bolivarian University School of Law in Medellín. I am also the former director of the Memory House Museum in the city of Medellín. Catalina is a scholar with experience in supporting victims and clarifying the truth of the armed conflict in Colombia. I told her about Captain Coral's case about Beto's search for justice and about how the prosecution didn't investigate much further into his murder. Yo pienso que esto que tú estás nombrando es lo que nosotros llamaríamos últimamente unas cajas negras. I believe what you're referring to is what are now known as black boxes. These are a series of events and circumstances that we saw happened but cannot explain due to information we don't have. Hidden like how that file was kept for 27 years. Es una caja negra. Es alguien, alguien o alguna institución tiene esa información que nosotros no tenemos para poder ligar y entender. O sea, It's called a black box when an individual or institution holds information needed to find links to and understand what has happened. For instance, what was the cause of death? Are these events linked or is this an unrelated incident? Like they say in movies, make it look like an accident. Colombia owes a massive debt to its history and its victims. Victims like Beto and his family, who are still searching for the truth even almost 30 years later. That file revealed a lot to Beto, but it has only been his own investigations and conclusions. Nothing has been clarified officially. There are black boxes that we don't have. There is an unwillingness to let people know the truth because it could be probably compromise the integrity of the institutions within the country. Let's go through Catalina's reflection. If these black boxes, as she calls them, were opened, the structures of the state could be compromised. What kind of institutions or people could be compromised if the whole truth behind Captain Coral's murder was revealed? Remember that Luz Maria Arboleda was a police officer. She was part of the Colombian state. When I investigated this, in one of my conversations with Beto, I asked him something that I considered essential. 
¿Y cuál crees que haya sido el motivo? O sea, ¿por qué crees que alguien quisiera matar a tu padre? Ok, ¿y qué crees que el motivo? Why do you think someone would want to kill your father, whether it was her or the assailants? Bueno, mi papá, aparte de, de ser uno de los de las cabezas del bloque de búsqueda. Well, my father, apart from being one of the heads of the search block that killed Pablo Escobar, was an honest officer. He was an officer dedicated to his institution, honest not only within the search block but also as director of the anti-narcotics chief at the El Dorado Airport in Bogotá. Remember that Captain Coral, while working at the airport in the capital of his country, seized several packages with hidden drugs. In that incident, my dad's superior officer got caught for allowing the pilots to travel with cocaine. With these investigations, he gained the reputation, as they say in Colombia, of being a rat or an informant. According to Beto, Captain Coral was threatened with death for these acts. And later, when he joined the search block, Dentro del bloque de búsqueda habían muchos hechos de corrupción. Within the search block, there were many acts of corruption. My dad was part of the search block, but he was part of the uniform search block. He said it was like the ones we saw on TV wearing a green olive hat. The members of the search block with the beret, that is, those who wore an olive green cap. Captain Coral was fully uniformed and identified unlike other members of the search block who worked undercover, dressed in civilian clothes. There are accusations that link some of these undercover agents with abuses against the civil population that reached extreme points. There were massacres and extrajudicial executions in Medellín at that time, one of them known as the Oporto Massacre. Una masacre muy dolorosa. A very painful massacre. More than 22 young people were massacred in an instant. An armed commando interrupted a night of drinking in a well-known bar in the city of Medellín called Oporto. Ultimately, more than 20 people were killed. There are still several theories about who the killers were. It could have been Pablo Escobar's people, but there are those who believe they were state agents avenging colleagues who had fallen due to drug trafficking. But that massacre was not the only one. They committed another massacre of five children in a neighborhood in Medellin in 1992. The Villatina Massacre on November 15, 1992. And it wasn't five dead, but nine. That night, a group of teenagers were gathered after attending mass when 12 members of the police arrived, hooted, and fired at them. They patrolled the streets of Medellin and arrived in the neighborhoods and killed young people simply because they suspected something. Four years after the Villatina massacre, under pressure from activists led by the mothers of the deceased, the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights held the Colombian state responsible for the massacre. Two years later, the government accepted responsibility and dismissed the police officers who were involved in the shooting. However, to this day, those responsible have not been brought to justice. In the early 90s, during the witch hunt to find Pablo Escobar, members of the police and army committed atrocities against innocent citizens. 
These are some of the painful memories of the armed conflict in Colombia, a conflict full of black boxes. These black boxes could compromise the prestige of state institutions because it has been proven that they were linked to paramilitary groups. Luego, en enero de 1993, Then in January 1993, there were the Pepes. Los Pepes, an acronym for persecuted by Pablo Escobar. They were a group of active members of the Medellin cartel who deserted their leader to join the other side and begin collaborating with the search bloc to hand over Pablo Escobar. Los Pepes also included members of the rival cartel, the Cali cartel, and the paramilitary group Autodefensas del Magdalena Medio among their ranks. This group of criminals cooperated by sharing intelligence with the search bloc. According to declassified DEA documents, U.S. authorities met with the then Attorney General of Colombia in 1993. In the meeting, they provided evidence that high-ranking members of the search bloc were involved in bribes, drug trafficking, human rights abuses, and possible murders. Colombian Attorney General Gustavo de Grif told the U.S. Embassy that relations with Los Pepes had gone too far and that they themselves, not the police, were making decisions for the search bloc. There was a division within the search bloc with those who patrolled with Los Pepes, those who carried out operations with Los Pepes. I know that my father did not agree with that situation. I don't have proof that my father reported any of them, but I talked to many witnesses from that time who were afraid to testify, and my father was considered an intruder within the search block. Thus, according to Beto, Captain Humberto Coral was labeled as a rat, and he made a powerful enemy within the search block, a colleague with whom he did not get along at all a figure whose shadow still darkens the history of Colombia today, a man whose depths to Colombian society in the form of secrets are hidden in one of these black boxes. We'll be back with more after the break. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me, sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. As Beto grew up, he understood that Captain Coral was investigating his own colleagues who were involved with outlaw groups such as Los Pepes. Because my dad came from a D-I-J-I-N formation. As we mentioned in the third episode, formerly... La Dijin en la policía es de la contrainteligencia, los que investigan a los propios policías. The D-I-J-I-N was the police counterintelligence. They investigate their own police officers, and they believed that my dad was in the search block to rat on people. But my dad, seeing all those abuses they committed, all those crimes they committed, even killing their own colleagues. Because members of the search block were accused of something serious. El caso del Teniente Porras, un teniente de la policía que fue testigo de una masacre cometida en Medellín. The case of Lieutenant Porras a police lieutenant who witnessed a massacre committed in Medellin by the search block. He reported his own colleagues, and they set him up by planting a weapon in his vehicle. They take him to court and put him in jail. The lieutenant escapes from jail, but in the end, the search block ended up killing him. Like Captain Coral did at the time, Lieutenant Nestor Eduardo Porras had reported corrupt behavior by other police officers and he was killed on January 29, 1991, in Boyacá. The National Police of Colombia at that time was infiltrated by different criminal groups. 
One of the members of the search block who collaborated with Los Pepes is the same one who claims to have shot Pablo Escobar. His name, Hugo Aguilar Naranjo. Hugo Aguilar led the operation on the day Escobar was taken down. He was the operational commander of the search block. Perhaps you have seen a famous photograph of him. It was taken on December 2nd, 1993. He appears standing on a roof in Medellin with a gun in his hand, smiling with a mustache, holding the shirt of the lifeless body of the drug lord. As stated in the declassified DEA document mentioned a few moments ago, the top leaders of the search block, such as Hugo Aguilar, had gone too far in their relationship with Los Pepes. Captain Coral and Hugo Aguilar were colleagues, but according to Beto, they had their differences. El mayor Hugo Aguilar no quería a mi papá. Eso mi papá se lo dijo a mi papá. Major Hugo Aguilar did not like my dad. He was an envious guy, even in his own statements. He admitted to threatening a woman with rape, putting a bomb in Pablo Escobar's family's house to frame someone. He admits to crimes. He admits to meetings with Los Pepes. My dad didn't like Hugo Aguilar, and Hugo Aguilar didn't like my dad either. And according to Beto, based on what he had discussed with his mom, Mi papá estaba completamente seguro que, que estaba rodeado de... My dad was sure that he was surrounded by corruption, by criminal police officers. Those were the people who killed Pablo Escobar. Despite the corrupt practices of members of the search block and their alliances with groups like Los Pepes being public, they did not have judicial repercussions in Colombia. Many have conducted investigations into this to prevent them from falling into impunity. In a book that I published hace cinco años, I published a book called Unmasking the Man Who Killed Pablo Escobar. He is Julio Cesar Prieto, a retired colonel from the Colombian Army. In 2017, he published a book about Hugo Aguilar and how he managed to track down Pablo Escobar. As it rained outside, which often happens in Bogotá, I talked to him in his apartment a modest home in an affluent neighborhood of the capital. Julio Cesar Prieto is not just any writer interested in the relationship between politics and paramilitarism. Prieto is described as the only officer in the history of the Colombian army and police who, while still in service, denounced and demonstrated the links between recognized figures in the politics of his country with terrorist organizations. Me correspondió realizar un trabajo investigativo y ahí yo pude evidenciar que efectivamente el bloque de búsqueda que había conformado el gobierno nacional. It was my job to search for the truth, and I was able to show that the search block and the national government had actually formed an allyship with both the drug traffickers and the so-called paramilitaries to achieve the objective of locating Pablo Escobar and killing him. And let's remember, finishing Pablo Escobar was not an easy task. He was a powerful drug lord who wreaked havoc on all the institutions of Colombia. People were terrified of him. That's why the man who brought down Escobar himself was celebrated and appreciated by many Colombians. And so, 
figures like Hugo Aguilar went from being policemen to politicians. Hugo Aguilar se retira de la Policía Nacional, incursiona en su departamento en Santander. Aguilar retired from the National Police, he entered into politics, he ran to be an assembly member in Santander. He becomes a councilman, but he didn't even finish his term before running for the governorship of Santander. Hugo Aguilar, a dark shadow, a former member of the search block and powerful politician in his country, appeared time and time again in Beto's investigations. Hugo Aguilar, siempre ha estado unido a la criminalidad. Hugo Aguilar has always been involved in criminal activities. He's always had connections with illegal organizations. Beto wondered if there was a relationship between Hugo Aguilar and Luz Maria Arboleda, who confessed to firing a mysterious fourth shot. He wondered if they had acted together, if they were really in cahoots. These suspicions were all linked to the supposedly bad relationship Aguilar had with Captain Coral. Corruption killed my dad. The mafia within the police killed him. Beto's investigation details will be heard in the next episode of Transportista. Who murdered Captain Coral? Y cuando empieza este proceso de desmovilización de los paramilitares, los líderes empiezan a contar de qué políticos apoyaron en su región. When the demobilization of the paramilitaries begins, the leaders of these groups begin to point out the politicians they helped get elected in specific regions. And that's where Hugo Aguilar's name comes up. Several paramilitary leaders stated that within the regional domain pact, Hugo Aguilar was chosen to lead in Santander because they already knew him from their time with Los Pepes. So they gave him all their political support. Entonces, Coral es una víctima de ese de, de lo que había pasado. Essentially, Coral is a victim of everything that happened then. Coral is a victim of the emergence of drug trafficking in the persecution of Escobar, of the internal corruption within the search block, of the internal complaints he made against his superiors, of everything that happened during that search block. And he was one of the people pleading for an internal investigation, saying that although they had successfully persecuted Escobar, the ends didn't justify the means, that the principles and duties of the authorities involved also needed to be questioned. Transportista, Who Murdered Captain Coral, is a production of Exile Content Studio and Detective, in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network and is hosted by me, Álvaro Céspedes. Production by Diego Olivares and Álvaro Céspedes, with the help of Sabine Jansen, Ana Isabel Octavio, Verónica Hernández, Reynolds Gutiérrez, and Stella Emmett. Written by Álvaro Céspedes. Edited by Carmen Graterol. Fact-checking by Desiree Yepes. Adaptation to English by Magali Stransky. Executive producers are Carmen Graterol, Rose Reed, Isaac Lee, and Diego Enrique Osorno. Sound design, Hugo Mendoza and Gonzalo Messi. Original music by Sebastián León. Thanks to the voice actors who contributed in this episode. Beto Coral is Horacio Mancilla. Julio César Prieto is Reynolds Gutiérrez. Catalina Sánchez Escobar is Verónica Hernández. Daniel Batista oversees audio at Exile Content Studio. 
Our executive producers at iHeart are Giselle Vances and Arlene Santana. Research by Menio Larios and Emma Friedland. Production supervision by Julio González. Created by Diego Enrique Osorno. For more podcasts, go to the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The views and opinions expressed in this episode do not represent the producing companies and are solely the product of Franklin Humberto Coral Garrido's own investigations, known as Beto Coral. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.